Hello, listeners. It's Philip here. Uh, Peter and I are in Washington, D.C., and Mark is joining us from uh, beautiful Miami. Um, this is our, our 2019 predictions pod, so we're going to be guessing the top 15 um, at, the, at this time next year and uh, the Grand Slam winners for each of the four majors. Um, but before that, we'll talk a little bit about the holidays. Mark, um, and Peter, and myself, we all received some nice gifts. Um, and then I'm sure we all received something that we would like to re-gift. Um, and so, Mark, what did you receive that you would re-gift to, and which ATP star would you give it to? Talk about throwing us in the deep end here. So I had to. I got gifts from two different holidays, and that's always nice. <clears throat> I'm not sure who you gave some of your remaining gifts to, but uh, I did get a tie that I have a couple of already, and so I'm going to give that tie uh, to to Karen Kashnikov because I think he's going to need it. I think he's going to make the London Masters. I know that he was like the last. He was the last one on standby. And, and I think he's going to qual. So this isn't. This is more, I guess, serious in terms of its regifting purposes. But, but I think he's going to need that tie, and and he may need it. He may win a, another Masters 1000. So I, I think he may he may enjoy that tie. Although you guys may have some other gifts for him. So yeah, that would be my my regifting. It's a Hillfinger tie, and, and I think he'll need it. I have them in my top nine, but that all usually retires from the season by like the end of October so 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 I have a few questions about the tie um, <laughs> is there a hidden camera in it <laughs> and um, are you sure you're not trying to strangle him with it I mean I, I, mean, I would say that's not the, the I'm most just, I'm just saying because he's Russian and the Russians are known for Novichok yeah. and that kind of stuff yeah 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 Actually, they just, you know, he seems like he does pretty well the ladies. He might be able to use that tie for, for some role-playing. <laughs> for anyway, putting I, I it on. He, have he might have to put it on his hotel room door. <laughs> <laughs> if, that's, if that's the distinguishing marker, I, I highly recommend it. You know, it's, it's, it sounds like something a Frenchman would do, but he does very well in France. Yeah. So, you know, the tie and the bottle of wine pretty much is guaranteed fast pass into the hotel room. Yeah, Peter. What about no you? Hidden, no hidden camera necessary. Uh, so I, I have two. The first is I would. Uh, I actually got chocolates, which I I enjoyed, but I would happily re-gift them to Novak Djokovic to throw off his very very precise di uh, uh, diet in order to just maybe maybe hopefully um, just throw him off his game. And then the second is. Uh, Philip got us all uh, DNA tests, like 23 and me, and I would love to see the DNA of the big four, what the DNA, what alignment there might be in the DNA, and how I might enge genetically engineer some sort of future child of mine to uh, in that in that image. Yeah, in that mold. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good it. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, so I received three winner hats like from three different people um what are they i'm not sure what they're trying to say about my head but i would re-gift one of them to shapovalov because i think he could use it snowboarding because he's like clearly a snowboarder yeah 
And that's I think he'd like it. He's got, he's got a little more hair on the head, too. A little more hair. <laughs> Although he may not need it as much as you. And that's a good segue to our top 15, because my number 15 is Shapovalov. So I went... Dennis? Yeah. Or is there a different Shapovalov? <laughs> it's, uh, I, think, I think it's Dennis. I'm going with Dennis Shapovalov. <laughs> what, what, what is he ranked right now? So how much do you have him climbing up the ladder? It's like five spots more? I think he's 24. I'm not sure. Seems like a reasonable climb. Do, do you see him getting to that mark by... by the midway point is by, by Wimbledon, or you just feel him making a, a late climb? I think he'll be one of the late, um, he'll have a late surge at the end of the year. He'll get the Jack Sock Award for the uh, for the last trimester surge. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll be, uh, he, he'll be the one who doesn't abort the last part of the season. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> um, he's so unpredictable. I remember there was some match in the U.S. Open where he had 70 winners and 70 errors. Um, if he can, if he can reduce some of those errors, but he he just was on a slump towards the end of the year, and so maybe it was just sort of a one step backwards, two step forwards thing for him. Yeah, I mean yeah, he was only nineteen this year. So you got to change the tires every once in a while. Yeah, is uh, just just kind of to show your hand a little bit. Is he the highest seeded, highest ranked Canadian at the end of the year, Phil? For you? Uh. No. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. So with 15, I went a similar route as Philip, just a different player. I went with Dimonor. He he uh, he's I think he's ranked a little below Shapovalov, but he ended the season stronger, and I think he's just a mental giant. Yeah, he's 31 in the world. Shapovalov is uh, 27. Yeah, I mean, he sounds like Minotaur. Minotaur. Minotaur, so you're a little more bullish on him. Exactly. Yeah, I can see that. You always want to be a little more bullish on this guy. Yeah. So I, I got I got similar sound. I guess it's kind of like homo, uh, similar sound, um, or at least maybe sim- similar amount of syllables. I think Dimitrov is going to come out uh, guns blazing this year. I think he got, he gets he's like part of the Jack Sock. Um, special dispensation committee because I feel like his ranking should be really, really low, and I'm not sure why his ranking wasn't lower. I mean, I know Sock only hit the plummeted after the last tournament, or last two, but, but I see Dimitrov right at 15. I think he's going to get up to 9 and then get a little a little too fond of himself, so I, I see him at 15, which will be like the high water mark of, of the rest of his career, but, but I think this will be like his last chance to smell the roses a little bit. Is 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 Dimitrov like the new Richard Gasquet, in that he's like has as much talent as anyone, but he's just chill. He he just can't. He just doesn't have like the intensity in him to just consistently stay at the top. I think he's better than Gasquet. Yeah. Yeah, he's more talented. Gasquet may actually get more bang for his buck. <laughs> yeah. At least when he hangs out on. South Beach or <laughs> Provincetown or something like that. You know where where uh, his buck is going and where his back uh, is going. The Pride Parade still up to up to debate, but, but yeah, I I think he's got a he's got a. I mean, if anything, I would say that what's his name the the, the Verdascos had a more impressive career than Dimitrov, and and Dimitrov has a 
you know, well, whatever. I mean, it's it, it, another another topic of conversation for another time. Yeah, I think those guys are uh, the top two and what actually matters. <laughs> They've won many so, Grand Slams, so, for sure. So <laughs> I think they deserve to be in the same. They sentence. got the Grand Slams where they where they count. Yeah. The most, where they last the longest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's go to let's go to lucky number fourteen. Yeah. Who do you we'll have? Start with you, Phil. You want to go with me on that? For you? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. I see. We can keep kind of reversing order. Uh, so I've got. Um, I don't even know what his first name is. I'm going to call him Harold, but I think it's Hyang. Hyang Chung. Yeah. Wang Chung. I I see him. I don't know if he's healthy, but when he does, he'll, he'll be a, a force to be reckoned with. And my guess is he's going to have a good. He'll he'll gain some points during the period where he was injured last year. So I think he doesn't have so many points. He's got more more to climb for than to fall for. Yeah, I didn't have him in my top 15. He was injured a lot last year, and most of his points are coming from a semifinal appearance at the Aussie. So he'll, like, drop a bit, and I think he'll be playing catch-up for a lot of the season. I I didn't have him in my top 15 either, but I think it's because I, I, like, I honestly just sort of forgot about him. <laughs> I think he, um, he... I think that's a really good call. I think Phillip's right that he will play catch-up, but he is very, very good. Um, and he, yeah, he won the next gen tournament two years ago, was a stud in Australia last year. When he's healthy, he's very strong. Tough out. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a, a good call. Um, Peter, who do you have at 14? 14. I got girlfriend. Okay. Um, in the department of forgetting. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be top 15, too. I have him a little higher. Um, I have Kachanov at 14. Yeah, I have Kachanov higher. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think with Gofan, he... Uh, I don't know. It's really hard to tell how good he actually is. He had that really solid season two years ago, but I think that could have been inflated because there were so many injuries. And now he's been surpassed by this wave of young players who um, I think are better than him. But I do think his rating was a little depressed because of injuries. Yeah, I think he was just injured for a significant amount of last season. And uh, if he can stay healthy, he'll get back to uh, top 15 form. But yeah, injury is the big variable with a lot of these guys. So uh, I guess that that we've all done our four, uh, thirteen. So Peter. now I'm yeah thirteen. I'll go. Um, I have Murray. Just because he's with Jamie Murray for, or Andy Murray. Uh, Andy Murray. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Jamie, Jamie got to play a little more last year. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's a good call. I uh, he's a big wild card here because. On the one hand, it takes it usually takes guys who fall off like multiple years to really get back in. Um, look at Delpo, look at Nishikori. But at the same time, Murray is a little different, in my opinion, because he has the potential to rip off a stretch of like like two or three just big tournament titles in a row. And um, look at Djokovic. Like he was 22 and then he was one. Um, so, thirteen could be high, could be low, could be appropriate. It's just really hard to forecast money. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Mark, who do you, or Peter, who do you have at 13? 13, I got um, Milos. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's just, he's better than his ranking currently is, so unfortunately he's probably going to be higher next season. Did that Hawaii tournament count for the, you know there was a tournament in Hawaii like two weeks ago, and I think he played Nishikori in the finals? I don't know if that was the last tournament of 2018 or the first one of 2019. But it was called the Hawaii Open. I know it's Milos and Nishikori in the finals. I had no idea that there was a Hawaii. Oh, no, I had no idea either. And I was flipping through the channels, and I thought it was some something from another point in time, and it seemed to be... It's exactly not on his, it. like, rankings um, on ATP World Tour. Good, good for them, though, making it to Hawaii. Yeah. Not a bad place to be. So I uh, did. I'm so, you did your thirteenth, or you have not yet, Phil? So. I did Murray. Okay. And Peter did his, or he did uh, Milos. Oh, right, right. So I got Gasquet. I feel like he's. I can't have both Gasquet and Gofan in the, in the top leg while at the same time, but I have Gasquet just because I feel like he, uh, the blonde hair is agreeing with him. <laughs> uh, he, he's uh, blondes have a little more fun, so. I think he's got six, he's got one year left of. <laughs> He'll have his Jill Simone push, but he's better than, historically better than Jill Simone, so he'll get a little higher. Something like it, yeah. Yeah. And so I got. I think he's gonna. He's gonna. Him and Murray both are gonna have binge in like the middle of the year, starting like towards the end of the clay court season up until, let's say Cincinnati. I think they're they're both gonna do some damage. Yeah, I, I so I disagree with Gasquet. Uh, last time he was that high in the world was, I guess, 2016. So, like, three years ago. And he's 32, and he's just, like, not very... He doesn't... And like, his athleticism is fading, and it wasn't even at a high point to begin with. So, yeah, I think he's uh, he's going to keep dropping in the rankings, and this might be one of his last seasons. Um, twelve, Mark. Who do you have at twelve? Yeah, I got. Mur I have Murray at twelve. For, and just kind of what I mentioned there, I think it's going to take him a couple more months. But I think let's say kind of uh, Madrid, Barcelona, Hamburg. That point, I'd think by April. Let's say end of the hard court season, he makes or that early hard court. He makes the round of sixteen, and then I think he's going to be um, in, in pretty tough match shape. So I see him as a big force at Wimbledon and Queens Club and like a decent force on the clay. So I have him at 12. What's the furthest do you think he'll get in the major? I think he'll make the semis at Wimbledon. Okay. Yeah, he'll probably have like a pretty good seed at Wimbledon because they do it differently. Quarters, uh, are, sem quarters are semis. Spencer is draws. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Wimbledon in the U.S. or when he'll be back in, back in full force. Peter, who do you have at twelve? I got uh, Stan. Oh wow, I didn't even put Stan in mine. Uh, I think he had some good results. He took out Dimitrov multiple times in the first round of majors this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he had some very. There were some promising tournaments for him towards the middle to end of last year. And so uh, I think that he's just really talented and he'll he'll get back up, maybe not to where he was, but 
um, he'll have his his streak. His streak. Yeah, I like sort of forgotten about him, yeah. and he's just sort of old. I mean, I don't know how well he's gonna he ages. Um, I could sort of see him getting injured again. Um, I'm I'm just, I'm just not sure, but I, I if he's fully healthy, I think he'll be uh, where you put him or even higher. Whatever. Uh, for me, I had a uh, Goffin at uh, twelve, so a little bit higher than uh, than the rest of you. I think I'm more uh, bullish on him. He's he's more mature this year. He'll uh, he'll uh, be able to uh, hit a slightly harder ball. That kind of thing. Uh, and for 11, I had Rayanich. Um, so I have him higher than Peter has him. And, uh, you know, I hope he's lower. I hope he's where Peter is. Um, yeah, I just think he's probably at least the 11th best player in the world, unfortunately. Um, what about you, Mar or Peter? Who do you have at 11? Uh, I have Murray, who we've already talked about. But yeah, Rayanich, I think his season depends on how far he gets in Wimbledon and because there are so many Wimbledon contenders, and like even the big server, like that's where Anderson wants to do damage. That's where Isner wants to do damage. That's where like Nadal, Djokovic, Federer, Murray—they're all four season. And uh, and yeah, I don't know. I think Rayanich is a wild card, but and he's very good. But uh, we'll have to see. It's, it's hard to project out. Yeah, yeah. I don't have him in the top fifteen, but that's just because I refuse to watch him, so I refuse <laughs> to make any type of gauge on the guy. Uh, and it, he probably will be. You know, I also forgot about him a little bit, but I don't have him. Uh, but he'll probably, like he usually does, he generally proves the critics wrong one way or the other. So yeah, who do you have at eleven? So I have Sitsa Pass at eleven. Yeah, and again, I I don't uh, watch him much, but he just had such you know I think he just got tired. I think he would play too much tennis before the majors and whatever. I don't think that's a knock against a young player, and, and that'll probably apply to some other people in our top ten. But if you're not as strong in the majors earlier in your in your career, I don't think it's as much of a uh, a negative against you as let's say if you're in your mid twenties. I think that's probably the hardest part of the the growth process to adjust to even though our our big guns won majors early they were just a different breed yeah yeah um i think since the pass is going to be slightly higher i have him at 10 um so like uh yeah i think he's just on the rise he's too good to be worse than he was last season which was 15 and uh he's just gonna keep getting better he's a really really good clay court player he just he's good at grinding. Um, he's mentally strong, and yeah, I think you're right. He got tired at the end of last season, and he's going to be one year one year older, one year fitter. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully he uh, continues his ascent. He didn't get that tired at the end of last season. He won Stockholm. He won. He won the end of the next gen. Tournament. Yeah, the next gen. Um, he's very mentally strong. 
Uh, I have a little higher, so I think we're all believers. Yeah, we're all believers. Who do you have at 10, Peter? I have George. George? Okay. Yeah, I have him at 9, not to uh, spoil it. But yeah, I think we both think Sitsipas and George are both uh, the real deal. Yeah. You guys are at you're at ten, or you said you're ten already. Yeah, ten. Who, who's your ten, Mark? I have Isner. I just feel like there's got to be one American. I mean, this is entirely sentimental, but uh, I was impressed with how he played in the middle of the year. He did make them. I just feel like there's generally, even if it's just like the you know the United Nations just making a, a concession to the U.S. So he's my token American in the top top fifteen. Uh, He's been getting better, yeah. He's one of yeah. those who uh, doesn't look like he's fading anytime soon. Um, but, I, I mean, you could easily plug in Ray on it for, for that. But I still have the 10. I figure it'll hold his ground. I think that the Wimbledon format will benefit him, and, and we'll see. Yeah. I think uh, he's um, he played so well in Miami last year, and he his form was generally high. Uh, afterwards, so like that's a good call. I didn't have him in my top 15, but it's not because I don't believe. It's just there are a lot of guys who could be good this season. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a, the top, you know, we probably could have done top 20 and didn't feel like we had to leave anybody out. Uh, yeah. I think, I think 11 through 20 is going to be, you know, the, all those round of 16s are going to be wildly competitive. Yeah, this is a good exercise though because I, you always hear people saying like, "Oh, he's a top fifteen player when he's healthy," but, <laughs> but you have to actually count out the top. 15. I feel like there are twenty five people who people say are top fifteen, and you gotta like actually do it. Yeah. Um, so mine, I already said my number nine. It's Chorich. Uh, yeah, so Peter and I are both believers. He looks fit. He looks like he's in really good shape. And I just sort of like his attitude. Uh, he's, yeah, he's one of my favorite of the young players. Um, Peter, who's your nine? I got to pass at nine. Okay. So we're, we're retreading. Um, and Mark, who's your number nine? Yeah, so my nine is Nisha Corey. Okay. Well, why, why do you have him at nine? I think he's going to get hurt at some point. He played, and then, I mean, he could be higher. It's just there's not a lot of not a lot of room in the top ten. Yeah, uh, I was torn between him and Kasnikov, and I just feel like he won't do quite as well. Like I don't think he'll make it to the semis of the Open. I don't know if he'll make it to the quarters of Wimbledon. Like he's got some tough Grand Slam points to to hold on to, but but he's obviously really he'll still maximize what he brings to the table. I just think that at some point he may peter out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, injuries are a big thing with him. I have him a little higher just because I was like, yeah, he had a good end of, he had a good run at the end of last season, and uh, I'm just sort of hoping that he stays healthy for a year. Um, okay, for my number eight is uh, Del Potro, um, and that's a big, uh, that's a big wild card. Um, unlike a lot of past seasons he's starting at number five in the world so his ranking won't screw him over but uh he he hurt his knee at the end of last season and um 
it's unclear if he's going to be playing in Australia. Uh, and that's just a lot of points that other people are going to have on him. Um, and yes, he's another one who you just never know uh, if they can stay healthy. Like if healthy, he's a top eight player, um, if not higher. Who do you have at eight, Peter? So one of the things I'm realizing is I left out somebody who <laughs> must who is obviously a top fifteen player. I left out Anderson. And so I was thinking about trading him in for some somebody. But I'm just going to roll with my my uh, rankings from here on out. Um, I have cashed it off. I thought he he just ended the season so strong, and um, it was not a fluke. Yeah, at Paris, winning Paris, or he, he won Paris. He won he won some other tournament, and he played Nadal so hard in the third round of the U.S. Open. He 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 was part of the like three part KO of or TKO of Nadal. Yeah, Kachanov team the Nadal Petra. I think it was the main part actually. I, I think the team match was even though it's maybe four sets. It was it was he's just a tougher. He's a really tough out. Yeah, uh, and also Basilishvili in the fourth round wasn't nearly as bad as we yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Gatchinov is going to be a good player. I had him a little lower. I think it was wishful thinking that he's lower just because he's Russian. Um, I didn't want him to be so high. But, yeah, he could easily be eight in the world. What about you, Mark? Could you have it eight? I have Gatchinov. Oh, wow. Okay, so you guys are thinking the same thing on that one. It's well, I just think that the early part of the year, he doesn't have as many points to the fact. And so he's kind of playing with the house's money. And I think at the, when he gets to the point where he does have to defend his points, his confidence will be pretty high. And, and uh, yeah, he's a, he's a man for all seasons. I, I, I think he's, I mean, who knows? You know, he could be anywhere between 8 and 25, but I would say he has a pretty good shot of, uh, of moving up to two or three spots he needs to. Yeah. He'll get a better draw at the U.S. Open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what about uh, number seven? I've got Marin Cilic. Does anybody else have him at seven? No. He's somebody else I left out who obviously deserves to be in here somewhere. Uh, I guess I just left out Cilic and Anderson because they were so boring <laughs> that I, I uh, they were just not top of mind. But I should just kick off my 14 and 15 and have them in there somewhere. I had Nisha Corey at seven. Mark, who do you I have, have at seven? At seven. I have him right there, right where you had him. Oh, solid. Yeah, yeah, Chilich, I just think he's always in, in the mix, and he's good for at least two strong results in Grand Slams. Um, yeah, and his serve, it's just when he's got it cooking, there's, it's, it's just hard to beat. Um, so, so I, I actually have Anderson not in the top 15, although really I should probably plug him back in as well. But when I was first making the list, I was thinking to myself, do I think he'll make it to the finals of Wimbledon? No. Do I think, I think he made the sick round of 16, maybe even the quarters at the French. I don't think he's, I think he's going to still have a really good year, but not in, he won't be able to defend all the points that he had. So that would be my reason as much as he, He's going to be 
playing top 15 tennis the whole year. It's just that the bar is set pretty darn high. Yeah, I didn't have him in mind. I didn't forget about him. I was just thinking there are a lot of good players. He's kind of old. Like He's probably overdue for an injury. And yeah, he's not going to defend all the points he got in Grand Slams this year. Uh, okay, I will have a bet with both of you that Anderson wins <laughs> the next year's top 15. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I wouldn't mind losing I don't want, I, I don't want a, to take your money. That's a no-lose bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a difference between top six and top fifteen. Yeah. And we saw him against Chapovalov, and he was very solid in person. Yeah, he's solid. Yeah, maybe it's wishful thinking that he's not top fifteen on my list. Um, <laughs> I've got Nishikori at six. I just hope he stays healthy this season. He's and yeah, I think he'll be just right above Chilich. I got, I got teams team there. Um, I think that he's... The Do you think best. you're a little bit more partial than Nishi Corey because it sounds like a sex position? <laughs> uh, that's okay, not where my mind was, but now that you mention it, <laughs> I, would love, I would love to do the Nishi Corey. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how the Nishi Corey works. <laughs> yeah, Mark, Mark which <laughs> sex position does it sound like to you? I just think Nishikori could get injured during the Nishikori. I don't think that he's willing to do the Nishikori, but it definitely involves some rolling. So apparently his girlfriend is like the best gymnast in Japan, so they probably get creative. <laughs> probably why he got injured, yeah. <laughs> you got to be a semi-contortionist. Yeah. Did Peter do his number six yet? Yeah, I got team. Um, that could actually be a little high. Um, that's this is the one where uh, I'm actually I'm a little sort of tentative about having put him too high, but I do think that he's gonna win a lot of points in the clay season, and if he plays anything like he did against Nadal, um, like he does have, if he's just more consistent, he can um, he can string some big tournaments together. Yeah, I actually had him higher, so. Um, you're the one with the lowest team ranking. Uh, he's just so strong. Um, and, yeah. Um, I got Delpo at six. But he's also a guarantee for, like, a, four, a string of four straight first-round losses to nobodies. Yeah. <laughs> Del, so, Mark, you have Delpo at six? I do, I do. I think he'll... He made Peter out towards the end of the year, but, but I think he's going to be real tough. Oh, no. Yeah, he's got a lot of points. He'll find a way. He's just, he's, you know, he's like the Drew Brees of pro tennis. He just finds a way. If it's not power, he, he's able to use a little finesse. He's just very, he's kind of shrewd at, all, at always managing to stay in the conversation. So maybe I'm too bullish on him, but I feel like, you know, he's just going to have the tennis gods with him. Even when he feels a little bit uh, run down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he's healthy, he's definitely, like, top six in the world. It's really all... The, the question mark always has been health with him. Which makes him just sort of impossible to predict. All right, so we're at our top five, and uh, I have one guy at number five, and he's dropped a bit. Uh... Roger Federer is my number five in the world. 
Yeah, same here. Makes three. We all have them at five. Yeah, I that's just, three of us. I I don't see him winning another Grand Slam. I don't see him. Uh, he's probably not going to play the full. He's probably not going to play the clay court season again, and not going to win the Aussie Open. And so he just won't be able to put up the points necessary to get higher than five. Yeah, he'll have his flashes, so he'll. He'll probably be top five, but he'll, uh, now that we have Djokovic in full force, um, it'll be hard for him to really, uh, buoy his ranking with wins and the, and he's not going to be able to just, he doesn't have the number of tournaments to just really stack his ranking through sheer number of tournaments played. Yeah. Play. Rome and the Fresh. Two points. I don't think he's going to play with any intention of winning either of them. It's just to get some match play in. So I think he's going to take that like two month break, strap him up, try to steal a couple matches at Rome, make it to like the round of 16 at the French, and then rest a couple days and then hit the grass. I don't know. Cut him an outlet. I just feel like maybe he wants to protect his ranking a little bit. Yeah, I don't really think he cares about ranking. I mean, I honestly think he could be lower than five. I just uh, don't really... I think I could look really dumb if I put him lower than five. Um, Yeah. um, Who do we have at... I have team at four. I got Delpo. Yeah, I got team at four as well. Yeah. I, I just think he's so, like, the way he played Nadal at the U.S. Open, like, he's just hard to beat when he's on his game. And I also think he's just, incre- I think he's very motivated. I think he wants it. I sort of see it in his eyes. Um, yeah, so who do we have at three? So we have the top three. And so the three remaining are Rafa, Joker, and Sverev. So let's just say, like, the order that we have them in. Uh, or should we just do three, two, one? So uh, I, I have Sanga at number three. <laughs> I see him definitely winning the French and and probably making the finals of us. No, I'm just kidding. I have the dollar three. <laughs> you have the dollar three. So do I. Yeah, so do I. Um, yeah, the other he's another one where health is like always the concern. He's going to be the second best player, but I think he's going to be the third ranked player. Yeah. I agree. I think yeah, it's it's uh, you just you just know you're getting um, at least a third of the season blacked out due to injuries. The clay court season might not be quite as dominant as it has been the last two years because Djokovic is around, and um, we'll see though. I I am I'm really geared up for Australia. I think that that magic could happen for him in Australia and that could change things. Yeah, that would be awesome if he could get the double career Grand Slam. Yeah. He does have just massive tournaments that he he didn't play this year. He didn't play Miami or Indian Wells or any of the like end of season tournaments. Um and yeah, he's probably gonna miss some tournaments next year too. But there is room, there is wiggle room for him. Yeah, it's really all about health. And it's all about yeah. Zverev, to be honest. Like I feel like 
Zverev didn't really break through it. If, if he has just marginally better major results, um, he'll be ranked higher than Nadal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, do we all have Zverev at two? I do. Yeah, we do too. Yeah, so do you, do you think he's going to break through in a major? I don't think he has to. I think the breakthrough would just be making the semis. I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a make it or. I don't think he's at the make it or break it point with majors yet. As long as he makes progress. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious what how he would evaluate, but I would say if he if he has one or two semifinals in the majors, he's actually then he's right on track to to binge after that. Yeah. I, I actually have him winning one major this year. I think he wins the U.S. Open. Um, but maybe that might just be stupid money. He's a good golfer. You're talking about the U.S. Open golf. Right? Yeah, yeah, golf. Yeah. <laughs> or squash. He has really long clubs because he's six foot six, <laughs> which means he yeah, can he drive can. it pretty far. Yeah, he could. Good call. I'm not, I'm not betting so on you guys anyone outside the big to win a major. Until it happens. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. So we all have Djokovic at one. So how many how many Grand Slams does Djokovic win? Somewhere between one and four. <laughs> so you don't have him winning say, zero. We get a range, right? I would say between one and four. <laughs> I think he's going to win the Aussie and Wimbledon. No, I second the, I'll second the motion on that. You heard it here first, guys. Djokovic is going to win the Grand Slam, the single-season Grand Slam. Single-season <laughs> Grand Slam. Yeah. I don't see him beating Nadal in Roland Garros. Well, maybe um, he doesn't have to. Maybe he gets taken out by somebody else. Yeah, maybe like team or so. I mean, maybe Peter's out. prediction is predicated on on somebody, you know, Zverev or somebody, or somebody else just... You know, no, maybe I think he'll beat Nadal at Roland Garros. Hmm. Yeah, I think it gets lost in the mix that Nadal like could have beaten. No, it was like a coin flip at Wimbledon. Oh, like Novak wasn't like higher. significantly higher level than Nadal at the end of last year. He was just not injured. Like just Nadal was yeah. injured and Novak wasn't. Yeah. I actually think that um, Nadal's best chance at a major is Australia. I really, really want Nadal to win. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, think, I, I think Peter's, Peter's prediction is probably like, Nadal's going to play a great match. You know, close to Vincent Nadal, but then Joker's level is just going to be so high that it's, it's Nadal, Joker at his best is better than Nadal at his best, at least at that, and on that in that particular venue. I don't yeah. know. Is that? Do you think that Joker at his best beats Nadal and Clay if Nadal is playing ninety-five percent of his, you know, Clay court prowess, or does he a little bit off in one way or another? Yeah, I I don't know. That's hard to say. I, I mean, just... I don't know one way. Right. It's just Nadal. You 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 see him on clay, and then you remember how good he is on clay, like yeah. every year. Uh, it's the best best accomplishment in tennis, probably ever. Yeah. So I guess we can we can go through the majors. So I mean, Peter's pretty self-explanatory. 
You have you have Joker and Nadal winning the first two, Phil, and then who do you have after that? Yeah, so I have Joker and Australia, Nadal and Roland Garros, Joker and Wimbledon, and Zverev at the U.S. Who else, who else could you see as the dark horse at the U.S.? Um, or I want or a, a not as light horse, whatever. <laughs> a dark horse at the U.S. Uh, team. Or uh, Del Potro, um, actually Nadal. Uh, so I, I, I don't, I don't see if if Zverev doesn't. I think it's going to be either Zverev, Djokovic, or Nadal. And I think uh, very few people would bet on Nadal to win that tournament, but he could win it. What about you, Mark? What, who, who are your? Yeah, who, I have. You know what? I'm going to change my prediction a little. <clears throat> I'll go uh, Joker, Nadal, Fed at Wimbledon, and then Joker again at the U.S. Okay. So you're going big three. Classic. Very classic. Oh, another dark horse is Andy Murray. He could he yeah. could emerge and go far in the U.S. Open. Yeah, it all depends on the draw. You know, if he gets one of the big three or four in, like, around 32, it'll be hard. But if the draw opens up a little bit for him, yeah, you know, he's always played it well. We'll see. We'll see how, if he makes the semis at Wimbledon or quarters, then, then I think he can do a lot of damage at, at the U.S. Open. And what about uh, Millman? If he plays at midnight on a hot day, he can do really well. <laughs> Del, Del, Potro, um, Del Potro made the finals this year at the U.S. Like, Yeah, but he got crushed in the finals. Yeah. Um, by the guy who's going to win the single season Grand Slam. Yeah, I mean it could happen. And honestly, it wouldn't be the worst thing for like tennis history because Djokovic sort of deserves it. Um, but I hope it doesn't happen. All right, well that's our uh, top fifteen and Grand Slam predictions. Uh, we hope you like it, and um, the next time we record, we'll probably be in the new year. So happy new year um, to all our listeners. Yeah, happy happy new year. Uh, thanks to all our very supportive fans. You know, we really couldn't pull off these uh, all these podcasts without you. Exactly, <laughs> you are what motivates us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You are to us what what the French crowd is to Novak. I'm just <laughs> constantly digging us out of holes, uh, giving us the emotional tailwind that we need to, to be the best at, at what we do. Yeah. All right. Um, have a good one.